What's up, everyone? You're listening to Rethinking with Rosalba, a podcast for educators who are looking to step outside the box, reframe their mindsets in order to reframe their lessons. This podcast is all about personal development that our education system honestly ignores. I'm gonna hit you up with some motivation, inspiration, and practical steps to help you on this journey. Ah, the two words that give teachers night terrors, professional development. (laughs) All right, the goal of PD, let's talk about it. The, The goal of PD is that, you know, things are constantly changing and evolving, And we have to stay current and up to date, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. What's happening is we're going wrong with the way we approach professional development. So in this episode, we're really going to chat about, you know, why professional development doesn't work. I know, controversial, but let's talk about it. Now, full disclaimer, I'm a math consultant, right? That's what I did for several years. And and even as a math coach, all I did was provide professional development. So I want to start off by saying I'm not knocking it. Professional development is necessary. We're just, we're not getting it right. So let's get into the reasons why it doesn't work. Number one is sometimes we don't even provide professional development, right? Some schools are just like, now nah, figure it out yourself. Kind of like the mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I hate to break the bad news here, but it is broke and it does need fixing. One area that we go wrong is that like sometimes we just don't give a crap our districts, our school leaders, and they're just not providing you with professional development. Now, sometimes that's budget issues, but I'm going to call bullshit on that, honestly, because while yes, budgeting issues are a problem in every school district, we really should be having an audit in our budgets, right? Like what are we actually spending money on in our school district and where can money be allocated, right? Like do we really need, you know, this, you know, X, Y, and Z if it's not really serving us anymore? And can that money be redistributed to getting professional development? So I honestly call bull on the whole, we don't have it in the budget because let me tell you, when you're buying a new textbook program every year, uh, there's money in the budget. So I would just challenge that piece. But I'm not going to get into that too much. One is that we don't even provide professional development. Another reason why PD doesn't work is that when PD is given, we're doing it as a one-size-fits-all model. And listen, if that doesn't work in our classrooms, that one-size-fits-all, why the hell would it work for our professional development? We're all on different parts of our journey, right? We have year one teachers. We have year five teachers. We have teachers moving to different grade levels. We have teachers. I mean, we're all on our separate journey. And the PD that we receive should target where we are and what we need. So the one-size-fits-all PD model that targets a large number of educators but not necessarily what the teacher needs at that moment. I personally call these the bore and ignore PDs. You know the ones that I'm talking about, all right? The ones that bore you to death. You're checking your phone as the presenter's going on and on. You're asking when the lunch break is. You're wondering, why the hell am I sitting here? I mean, listen, we've all been to those PD sessions. Now, the worst thing for you is to get PD on, let's say, something like word problems, but what you really need as top priority is maybe some PD around social-emotional learning, right? Now, I'm not saying that you don't PD, no. 
Now, I'm not saying that you don't need PD in the area of word problems, right? Maybe you do. What I'm trying to get at is maybe you don't need that at that moment. Because let's think about it, honestly. Will word problems mean shit if you have not built a culturally responsive classroom? If you have a classroom where students are disrespecting you, like let's say a new teacher and they're working through classroom management. Now truly, at the end of the day, does your word problem lesson even freaking matter when the kids are like screaming and they're out of control? And you know what I mean? You don't have that base yet. No, that's the area of professional development that you need as a new teacher, right? Classroom management. Just something to think about, right? The one-size-fits-all model. And I will say that sometimes when it comes to PD, you don't know what you don't know. I love that saying, you don't know what you don't know. And I often have teachers ask me, like, what the hell, what are you talking about? That saying in particular really is referring to, really. it's really meaning you may not be aware of what you actually need, right? You may not be aware that you need training on culturally responsive teaching, right? So how can you advocate to get that PD if you don't even know you need it? So this is where school leaders need to come in. They need to know what's out there, right? They need to read the room, right? What do the teachers need? And they need to advocate what is needed. So leaders, and the leaders could be admin, the leaders could be coaches, the leader could be like TOSAs, which are like teachers on special assignment. I mean, I was a math coach for several years, and geez, I was in the principal's office all the time saying, uh, we need this, we need this, we need this. Why? Because I was listening to the teachers, I was observing, I was taking in what are the different areas we need to support our teachers in? So school leaders, you need to step up here and open up your freaking mouth. It can't be that we're just providing like just random PD out there in order to cover a checklist. Like that doesn't work, right? And teachers, you need to advocate for things that you need, right? You need to say, oh, wow, I just saw this course or I just took something online and I think it's very valuable and I would love for the school to cover it. I would love for us to dig into it some more. Like we need to speak up, right? We cannot have these one size fits all PD where we're like wanting to blow our brains out in the middle of the session. Like it's out of control. So that's where we're going wrong. Another area that we're going wrong when it comes to professional development is that there is no support. The PD may be awesome. It could be great. You took like 5 billion notes. You left excited, pumped up. Oh my God, you love it, right? But then there's no follow-up. There's no follow-through. Meaning, what I like to call this is the one-and-done PDs, right? It's almost like the education version of a one-night stand, right? It's like, you know, you have a good time, you bounce. <laughs> so, and, and I truly stick by this next phrase. I say it all the time. Inspiration without implementation doesn't mean shit. I'm being honest with you. We can be so inspired. And if we don't have the support to implement it, guess what? All those notes that you took at that awesome PD, they're going to go straight into your file cabinet. If you paper and penciled that bad boy, or if you were taking notes on your computer, guess what? It becomes a Google Doc in the Google Drive, right? So you have to put your new knowledge and skills to work and you need support in doing that. And this is where we should be advocating for coaches, for consultants. We can keep hiring people to come in, right? Bringing people in to do professional development. They could give us great tips, but 
we need to advocate for like what's happening after this. Who's going to help me get this into my room and and work out the the tweaks, right? Because there's going to be tweaks to everything because every classroom is different. So this is where we need to really advocate for coaches in place, you know, in our school systems, right? Or some type of support system. PLCs, I mean, it could look it could look different. I should mention that I am generalizing, which I think I do a lot. Obviously, this is not the case for everyone. I personally enjoyed professional development throughout my career, but that's in part due to the fact that I was a school leader in the sense that I passed on the information that I learned to other teachers, right? So some of us are loving PD, and I'm, I'm in that boat, but some of us really can't stand it because we feel it doesn't help us at the time. And, and honestly, that's what this whole podcast is about. Because I love this whole professional development route and personal development route, I love to learn and share the knowledge that helps us rethink. What can we do to address those two dreaded words, professional development? One, it's simple. Advocate, advocate, advocate. It's that simple, honestly. Advocate for what you need, advocate for the funding, and advocate for support. That's the follow through, right? That helps you along the way. I'm telling you right now, we can really fix this whole concept of professional development if we start rethinking what it could look like and how we can get the most out of it. So to sum up, there's a lot of problems with professional development, right? More than what I've even listed here. But I think we can work around this. I think we can make a difference here and change what this looks like, but we need to break outside of our box, right? We need to get uncomfortable, walk into our admin's office and, you know, protest against the system that like we're forced to take part of, right? So let's rethink what professional development looks like for us. Well, that's a wrap for me. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Rethinking with Rosalba. If you learned something from this episode, I would love for you to share with one of your teaching buddies, your teacher friends, and don't forget to follow my show so that you never miss out on my latest episodes. I'll catch you later.